I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hola, mi gente. Hey. Welcome back to another episode here of uh, Corazon Chronicles. I'm your host, Ray, along with... Janice. And uh, I guess today, some of you guys that are noticing on the film, it might look a little different, different scenery. Uh, we are at um, our Airbnb that we have, and uh, we're, we're just kind of down here working on the house a little bit, spending some time, and uh, we figured we might as well bring the, the, the equipment with us and, and record a quick episode for you guys. So, I'm excited about this topic that you've been pondering on. What are we talking about today? Well, my biggest thing right now is just after watching all these shows and everything, is it lust or is it love? You know, because I feel like we talked about the love bombing and stuff the other day. And I feel like there's a lot of the, if it's just lust, I feel like there's going to be a lot of love bombing involved, right? There's going to be a lot of heavy emotions right away. There's going to be like, you know, I want to spend all my time with you, blah, blah, blah. But I, uh, I often feel like I know that the lust is heavy because of the honeymoon phase, but I wonder if there's people that do that uh, just because they want to have that that lust around you know mm. every time they're like hey i'm just gonna hit this chick up or hit this guy up because i know if we hang out it's a guarantee we're gonna definitely hook up okay you know i think uh well why don't we first like break down what we think the difference is mm-hmm. right because i think there's a lot of people who would confuse the two especially in the beginning mm-hmm. right that instant connection chemistry you just like can't stop thinking about them you can't yeah. stop being around them so i think uh what does attract people oftentimes initially is the lust is Mm. that chemical biological reaction to somebody that you're just like fuck i just want to be around them all the time yeah um that has to be number one i mean i think it does right like we've talked about this in previous episodes where like physical attraction is typically the first thing that you know you connect on when you see somebody just because that's kind of how we're wired as human beings but that's not necessarily going to be the thing that sustains you over time right? right And actually, a good real quick about that. Um, what was that married at first sight, right? Where the guy, 
um, they, they, they got together and she like basically flat out told him that she just like wasn't attracted to him. Like yes. the, lust, the lust factor just wasn't there whatsoever. And she was like, maybe I can grow into it. But I think that's something that you can't really just grow into. Right. I have one of my hairs coming out of your beard. Clearly, oh, we spend a lot of time close together for <laughs> shit like that to happen. Um, no, I yeah. So I think for women, actually, I've known women who, you know, are okay dating a guy who's like a five or a six yeah. physically because his personality is like a ten. Oh, okay. Where I think as men are not wired the same. Like they have just the instinct to like, I need the eight, nine, ten. And then maybe her personality is like five, but it's okay because I'm going to deal with it because she's got nice tits or whatever. You're right. And then I, <laughs> I guess if it goes the other way, it's usually because maybe there's not a huge selection for mm. the guy. Yeah. You know, maybe he's not the best looking guy. Um, so when he gets <clears> that eight, he's holding on. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and then like, I feel like, you know, also some guys that are like going through like maybe a, like a rebound phase or, you know, we, we've all been in that situation where we're like fresh out of the relationship. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter who it is or what it what it is. Like you just need to go out there and just like get your rocks off and like just do your thing. <laughs> Everybody's guilty of uh, girls do it too. What it's they, called the whole phase. They call it uh, a <laughs> what do they call it in Jersey Shore? It was um the DTF? No, it was a grenade. Oh, the grenade. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> it's like you know everybody's held a grenade every once in a while. It's okay. So, but I I do think that like in a bar situation. The lust thing is just like dropped down a level too, because I feel like after after a certain amount of drinks or something, they're just like, it's I'll fuck goggles. anything. Yeah, I'll fuck anybody. The beer goggles, y'all. <laughs> they're dangerous. All right, so continue. Okay, so so <laughs> lust, you know, is typically that thing that like initially connects people. What I think distinguishes lust from love, and we could get more into this. I feel like love is a choice. Mm -hmm. It's a deliberate choice to. Right pursue some type of future building with somebody. Right. And where I think that switch starts to happen is where you find yourself wanting to be with somebody for more than just the physical. Yeah. Right? You start like right. wanting to actually build. You start talking about things like marriage or children or moving in together or starting a business. Or right. There's just like this future planning that happens when you're in love. That I think lust does just does, does not happen with. And what did they say uh, th that gave us the idea for this too? What did they say? They said that you don't fall in love. You, mm. ch you choose to be in. Oh no, you don't fall in love. You grow in love. Yeah. Right. That yeah. was the, that was the mm -hmm. that was like the whole statement, right? Yeah. And, I, and that had us all mixed up a little bit because we feel like we've both fallen in love, right? But at the same time, maybe maybe the lust factor was there. And then maybe the love grew after that based mm -hmm. on, you know, being around each other, um, you know, learning who each other are, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So, And I think the opposite can happen, too, where, like, once that lust fades, you start realizing, why the hell am I with this person? Because right. we literally have nothing in common other than yeah. then we have great sex. Right. And it's like, okay, but what else? Yeah. And so then I think that gets into the conversation. Right. I think that gets into the conversation around, like, the difference between chemistry and compatibility. Mm. Right. So chemistry, you can argue, is like a biological reaction that you have to somebody that's just like that instant magnetism. You're just like, can't keep your hands off each other. And I feel like it's more personality based, too. It can right? be. Yeah. Right. It's like you you click, you know, you just right. get each other. Yeah. Uh, you finish each other's sentences, blah, blah, blah. That's all great. But I think the difference between chemistry and compatibility is like 
when we're talking about is somebody compatible with you, like, do they have your same moral compass? Mm -hmm. Do they believe in the same things as you? Do they have the same values? Like, are they a genuinely good person in the world? Like, do they treat you with respect? Um, are they a person that you would be proud to like claim? Right. There, in, there's in like a, a huge difference. Like, like in a, in a proud to claim as far as like not the physical. No, but like I'm fucking proud of this person. Proud to claim as far as like you have full comfortability in like say you're out at a family member's house or something for Thanksgiving, you are fully comfortable and proud of that person to leave them at the table mm. unattended when they're surrounded by six or ten of your family members when you know how that situation can be or whatever mm -hmm. but you know like listen i know you know no matter what what they say or what they do like i stand by my person kind yeah. of thing you know they're you have full trust you and... yeah you have full tr you're starting to get to the trust thing mm -hmm. yeah i think maybe that's a big foundational portion of the love thing too right like you can lust after somebody but you don't necessarily trust that mm -hmm. they're faithful to you right that what they're saying to you is what it is right um it's just a very instinctual primal thing versus love is like a very intellectual thing it's like i i think obviously that's why only humans are, are capable of that right because right? there's just like so many choices that you have to make every single day to stay in love to grow in love or to walk away from love right yeah and um love is a it's a hard thing to to explain too because it's different for everybody you know it's so relative and, and the variables are so so different in every situation um but do you think that do you think that people regardless of age or experience but do you think people can be tricked by lust into love like yeah. you think that they could just be like i fucking love this person right i mean we've all heard the the phrase of like you know have good sex and like that's the way to someone's heart or something right it's like that's not it yeah, you know, oh, she <laughs> fell in love with the dick, you know, that's like the, that's a statement, right? It is, but, and, and the girls sure get stigmatized, right? That's the word that me and my friends have used mm. oftentimes, where it's like, oh, this girl's stigmatized, like, this man is clearly toxic, but Damn. it don't matter, you can't tell her shit about it. Right, she's um, just like, what are you doing? That gets really dangerous, too, right? Because yeah. I think, especially for women, we can confuse the fact that somebody wants to have sex with us with the idea that, like, they love us They somehow. love us, right. Um, and so then it gets very confusing when you are projecting these genuine feelings of like love for somebody and you're just like well why am i not getting this back and i've seen this with one of our um, our mutual friends that like i want to say that she confused their physical connection the passion mm -hmm. with this potential for an actual relationship and i think he was very clear from his end off the bat that like I can't give you that shit. Ugh. I can give you the bare minimum. You know, we can have random hookups. Uh, I can take you out on dates when I have time, but I can't give you anything else. And so then I think that's where, like, a lot of the, I guess, keeping it real with yourself about what the situation actually is, is a must, but it's also hard. I feel like she was also, like, counting on the fact that she could love him enough for both of them to and change then, his mind and or... then also like just wait him out you mm. know because i know like if i've you know been in my single headspace before where i'm just like turned off to like really giving anybody any of my mental bandwidth yeah let alone emotional bandwidth then you know I, i've had you know similar situations where 
I could tell somebody was like clearly waiting me out. You know, they're just like whatever. They're just like spoon feeding me whatever I want to hear, giving yeah. me, you know, whatever space I want and all that stuff. And I'm just like, you know, I mean, it's cool that you're here. You know, it's nice or whatever. But at the end of the day, I, as a man, I start to feel like I'm like taking advantage or something, mm, right? Because it's mm -hmm. like now I know that that's not where it's going. Yeah, I know it's not going there, but regardless if i've told her whatever you know she's still playing this game like well you're as good as it gets so i'm mm. just gonna wait mm. then it's it's kind of like you got to get out of there because someone's gonna she's already on the path to getting her heart broken unbeknownst to me even knowing that yeah. you know she's literally committed herself and all this shit you know yeah crazy well i think that's where you kind of have to have a little bit of integrity in how you operate especially when you're dating just like right even if it hurts like you got to tell people what it is you know i hate this trend of ghosting and just like <laughs> not fucking having adult conversations and just yeah. telling people what it is yeah it's very immature for me i'm like if you can't have a conversation around like hey why this isn't gonna work you probably shouldn't be fucking dating like you need to grow your emotional intelligence a little bit yeah yeah i i I, I can relate with that. I've I've had to have tough conversations before too, you know, and and it's just like you had a tough conversation when you picked me. So well, yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a tough conversation. Why did you give us a little insight into what that looked like? You don't have to be specific, but um, you mean as far as like when I had to cut the other person yeah. off? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So I, when uh, Janice and I first met, it, we we met up and, and went on uh, one date um and then hung out for maybe a little bit that night and stuff like that and then after the next day it was just kind of like downhill from there as far as like the energy and everything so anyways when that when that finally got ended um within a couple of days <laughs> i was obviously clearly still doing my thing so um i was involved with somebody else and you know i had to i had to have a tough conversation with that person you know even though it was it had only been a handful of weeks it was a very small amount of time yeah but it was still one of those situations where you know people catch feelings kind of quick and stuff like that you know especially if you're different than what they're used to or whatever um but that was that was an awkward conversation for sure but it needed to happen and also um it needed to happen mainly for her too, yeah. right? To let her know, like, I wasn't like, hey, I found somebody else, like, peace out. You know, I was just like, what you're looking for, I'm not going to be able to give you right now. It's just not going to happen, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I don't need you to sit here and wait around or anything. You need to, you know. Fly, fly on, little bird. Fly on to other <laughs> things. And she was cool about it, you know. She didn't, like, stick around or, you know, continue to hit me up or anything. She respected it. It was fine. And, you know, it is what it is, so. I didn't need I didn't need to block her number because I don't have it memorized, but I just deleted the contact and everything, and and I haven't haven't had anything from it since. So yeah. that's been good. And then you had a little situation ship too, but I guess I did, and I had to cut that off. Too. He he just wasn't really uh, giving you the energy that you were looking for. I guess no. I mean, I was deluding myself into thinking that it was ever going to be anything more than just a situation ship, right? And right. like. Raise your hand if you've ever done that shit. It was like a, you know, your fuck girl stage, right? Yeah. Well, and it was also like the first person that I started dating after I had like my six month self healing journey after mm -hmm, getting mm -hmm, divorced. Mm -hmm. So I think I made it mean a lot more because of that. Mm -hmm. And it was just like stupidity. But I also had to have the conversation. It's like, you know, this shit is done. Like, I'm not going to be fucking, you know, 
trying to balance multiple situations um especially because how i felt about you was just like completely different right and it was funny because his reaction was just like uh are you for real you know it was just kind of like all right like he didn't believe it which was funny it was just like the arrogance of it just made me realize like oh this is exactly why this shit needs to end because you feel so fucking entitled to my energy Uh that you're just like a piece of shit well he had probably (laughs) gotten a lot of your energy and stuff too yeah undeservedly so right so he was probably just like damn this came out of nowhere kind of deal well you know sometimes love comes out of nowhere Mm. right so think about the lust or the love, the, the lust or love. Is it lust or love? Yeah. And then I think about high school relationships oh, and, God. and the ones that like make it, you know, the 30, 40, 50, 60 years and stuff like that. You know, obviously in high school, it's lust. Yeah. You know, like you're in Your class. Your hormones are all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You're in class with somebody cute or something. You guys end up getting together. It's the first person that really gives you any time or day or. That's the first person you say I love you to. All right. this shit, right? Yeah. And then, um, you know, it makes me curious, like with your mom and your dad, mm-hmm. right? I know they were a little later, yeah, obviously than high school. But do you think it was? I mean, I don't know. It's tough because lust always comes before the love. Yeah. So, but do you think that they they grew into love, or do you think that they? fell in love i'm still going to use the term fall in love Mm -hmm. because i think it is a thing i i I know that there's i'm in the i'm on the fence on that i think you fall in love but you choose to stay in love and like work at it yeah and cultivate it yeah because i think it's easy in the beginning because you got all those feelings right you got the dopamine and the oxytocin and everything's like oh my god i'm like want to be with this fucking person forever i'm bonded for life but then, you know, you start having issues. You start having communication issues. Maybe you start having sexual issues. You start having issues. Yeah. And then, like, deciding to work through those things and stay together is a choice at that point. Yeah. Because it's very easy to just be like, oh, okay, I don't feel like I used to feel anymore. I'm not going to try to do anything to recapture that feeling. I'm just going to be out. Right. And I think we see that with a lot of people, especially, mm-hmm. like, relationships nowadays are hella fickle, I think. And people don't know how to work through their shit. Yeah. And I can remember back to my high school relationship for like two years or something like that. Um, you know, coming into like coming into my senior year, you know, I was I was kind of ready to shed that a little bit, you know, because I was just getting different attention at the time. And and so I, I already could tell because I had a lot of friends that were couples and they were on the path of like some of them were like promise rings and shit mm-hmm. and like basically engaged some some kids had had children on the way and i'm you know from a small carolina town that's kind of like what it is but i knew i knew instantly the whole time that that wasn't going to be for me yeah. you know i mean yeah i was in puppy love and all that shit but i i knew i wasn't I knew that wasn't going to be the only girl I was going to be with for the rest of my life. I knew that yeah. for a fact. Whether that meant I was going to be unfaithful at some point in my life or whatever, I just knew that, like, this isn't it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. With my parents, actually. So my mom was engaged uh, to this guy oh, in high school. Oh, that's right. Okay. Right? And okay. he was an asshole. So he cheated on her. He was a hot mess. That was her first boyfriend. Puerto Rico shit, you oh, know? right. Puerto Rico shit. <laughs> Puerto Rico shit. And my dad had always been eyeballing her, like, in high school. He basically had declared, like, to his friends, I'm going to marry that girl. Hey. And they were just like, yeah, okay, bro, whatever. Sounds like an old country song. It really does. (laughs) So she graduates, goes to New Jersey. My dad joins the military. Like They say they're goodbyes, you know, high school graduation, whatever. And like, actually, I don't even think my dad made it to high school graduation. I think he like got deployed like before. 
That's probably how it was. Yeah. yeah. Probably went when he was 17 or some shit. Yeah. So she was basically like, I'm never going to see him again. And then the only reason why they found each other was because my dad came back to Puerto Rico during one of his um, leaves and ran into my mom's mom. So my grandmother. And he asked, you know, where's Margo? And she's like, oh, well, she's at her aunt's house in New Jersey. You dropped mom's name now? Yeah, well, you know, she's going to be on the podcast because <laughs> she insists. Hey, shout out to mom. Um, And so basically, like, he went and found her. Like, he took a Greyhound bus or some shit to, like, New Jersey, you know, and, like, found my mom. Um, And they maintained communication. She was writing him letters, blah, blah, blah. They end up getting engaged, married, me, my sister, the whole thing. And 40-something years later, they're together. But... I think that my mom always knew that the person she was with was not the person. And it just happened to be that, you know, a lot of things fell into place in order to facilitate my dad and her like being together. And I think when she saw the chance, she's like, well, I'm not letting his ass go. Because of like how much effort he put in. I think honestly, they, I do believe that there's just like people who are meant to find each other Uh. and it just happens at different points of life. Mm. And they just happen to find each other like super young. So how would you handle the situation if somebody from either of our past came around with that, with that energy? I believe, I'm sorry to try to home wreck this whole life that you guys built together, but I believe I'm entitled to this because I just believe that we were meant to come back into each other's lives at a later point. There's nobody from my past who's a worthy <laughs> of that or that I'd even, like, I don't maintain contact with exes. So yeah, the maintaining contact with exes is like no they're way. blocked. Yeah, like, okay. there's no way for you to find me. Fine, you can Google me because, you know, I'm a little bit insta famous at if this point. You, if you personally maintain communication with your ex partner and has nothing to do with children, I know people do it over dogs and stuff. That's kind of weird to me too, but that's up to you. That's your thing. I don't ever, I've never felt the need to do it. Yeah. I've never saw it be good for anybody. No. Um, and in in situations where people are hanging out and they're like, yeah, this is my ex from like six years ago. We're totally cool. You know, I, I'll hang out with her, her, her boyfriend's cool and shit. The whole energy is weird. Yeah. The whole, it, it, the whole energy is weird. Maybe I think too much into it, but. That's the only thing, you know, it's not nothing to do with like ill will, fuck you, it was a bad breakup, nothing like that. It's just like, what's the point? We, yeah. we shared a couple of chapters in life together and that was it. Like yeah. that, that was it. There's nothing, uh, yeah. we don't need to, to link up, um, you know, once a year or once Catch every up. five years and do like some type of relationship reunion where we like meet up and fucking go through photos and shit that's weird that's so fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> i think i went on a raise ramp but no but that's hella weird people are doing that shit um yeah so i mean i think at the end of the day when we talk about the difference between lust and love um i will always go back to like love is a choice you know and and for me it's just like it's a choice that you have to make every single day not to just love that person but to also love yourself. Right. Because you cannot love somebody well if you don't love yourself well. And mm. whatever that looks like, whether that's, you know, taking care of yourself emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, but also just like healing the triggers and shit that come up when you're with somebody. Because I think a, a lot of times, especially when you have had, yeah. you know, a track record of relationships, choosing love is harder and harder because there's shit that's going to come up. And I know we've dealt with that. I yeah. mean, I woke up today in a mood, like just feeling 
kind of weird, kind of like needy, anxious, whatever. And he gets how to deal with that at this point. And I also know how to recognize in myself, like, you're making this shit about something that it's not even about. And it comes back to like things that have happened in the past, childhood issues, you know, the your attachment style, all those things. And I think the fact that you choose to stay with me, even though I do have issues, and I choose <laughs> to stay with you, even though you've got issues. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a choice, and it's a beautiful thing when two people are like committed to doing that work together. Right, and I mean, it's nothing too crazy uh, serious, right? As far as like. Our communication or whatever goes on i think um overall i mean it's pretty much eight or nine out of ten as, <sighs> as far as just like what's going on and everything um but i do i do feel like some people um are in different situations you know when i'm thinking when I'm, like what i'm thinking about right now is is the fact that there are people that are in love and there is no lust you know, oh, so that, that's a that's like a, you love me as a friend or roommate type shit. I mean, even if I love you as like, like my my woman, yeah. You know, I mean, they're like I feel like certain people have been together for so long that like the lust is. I feel like it fucks off for some mm. folks. You know, I mm -hmm. feel like you know whether they stop going out on dates or whatever. Uh, I was just talking to one of my buddies. Um, who recently moved out of a roommate situation with a couple that I'm friends with. And I was asking him, the couple's been together for a long time, mm -hmm. like 10 years, and they're bringing a, a new, uh, a baby is on the way. But I was like, yo, like, do they go out to like, do they go out to eat together? Like, is he like, is he bringing flowers home to her? Like, is there anything going on as far as like romantic Stuff like that, you know, and he's like, no, he's like nothing. He's like, they argue a lot, you know, the, the door's kind of fucked up from them slamming it and stuff like that. And mind you, you know, she, mm. she's, she's going to have a baby in November. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like, you know, and they're in their, their early 30s. I just feel like with something like that, I know that they're not they're not intimate. I know for a fact, you yeah. know, I just know for a fact. I've been in situations like that and... You know, when when you get to a point in your relationship where you where you argue and bicker about like literally everything, yeah, you you don't want to have sex with that person. Yeah. You know, especially the on the women's side, like with the women, like the, we're so mental. Yeah, and the emotional shit has to be there. You know, so I, I know for a fact, and then and then the whole thing perpetuates. Now the guy's over here watching porn, mm. and he's jerking off, and she catches him watching porn, and like then the whole thing is like, well, you're basically cheating on me by doing that yeah. behind my back, and like the way that you're doing it, like the whole thing, and then, you know. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Yeah, we were just watching the one show and the, and the, the guy had been um, intimate with somebody else. And she's like, now when I think about him getting intimate... I don't, I'm thinking about him with somebody else. I'm not thinking about him with me. So now I get turned off. I'm like, don't fucking touch me. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that there can be love without lust, but it's a shame because the lust is what got you to love in the first place, mm. right? Nobody falls in love with somebody that they don't want to fuck. It's not <laughs> it's a thing. True. It's really a thing. I mean, Anna Nicole Smith did it, but that was for the love of money. And mm. she, she swore up and down and she loved the man. So I just watched the documentary the other day. So I'm, fresh on my mind <laughs> she was like interviews and stuff like that like she swore up and down she loved him she called him all the time and shit it was wild like they I had mean, recorded calls and she was like i love you only know, she so. knows the truth so only she knew the truth yeah all right P. i have a question yeah so what i hear you saying is that basically like you should probably have a little bit of you should have both in a healthy relationship you oh, should have lust yeah and obviously the love part so how do you cultivate lust? Well, I feel like that the lust should be there because of the amount of love that you have for somebody. Okay. So, like, for us, it's easy because we don't argue. Like, we're not yeah. just saying that for the camera. It's just, like, genuinely really genuinely a thing that, like, like I, I just won't argue about anything. I don't really have that combative mindset to, like, go back and forth about some bullshit just because I know what it can get to, especially, like, for me on my end, too. You know, if I'm, like bickering and, and all that stuff i just don't want to be around it yeah. so it's like you know i just don't want that shit around me cultivating how do you cultivate the lust i don't know i haven't been i haven't been you know in a relationship for you know a decade uh, i haven't been married I, I don't know what it's like to get to the point where the lust is completely gone mm-hmm. you know i mean i've been in some tough situations where it's like you know i'll fucking like go for a week or two without doing anything <laughs> just because i'm just not I don't want something to do with it, you know, but I do. I I am curious about people like my my dad and my stepmom. They've been together for 25, 30 years, whatever it is. No, like 25 years or something. And I mean, I know. (laughs) Do they still have sex? Well, it's like, (laughs) but more of more along the lines of like, what does that look like with the energy? You Mm. know, what's the energy in the room? Is it is it? real labor intensive you know is it like <laughs> this is something we got to do you know oh. is it something one person needs versus the other and like it gets real different you know because if someone feels like they're having sex with somebody because that person expects them to have sex with them i mean we're we're like getting into the realm of like rape talk yeah so you know and then that's a whole different energy demon in itself mm-hmm. but how to cultivate the the lust I, I i really don't know i'd like to find out from people like I know it'd be awkward, but like with your parents, like they seem like 
I remember asking you, I'm like, do they go out? Do they do stuff? Whatever. And overall, it seems like their their love is still pretty young. You know, I, I think would though, assume that they're like. As you, you know, get older, though, like I feel like obviously your health plays into it, right? Like maybe the cravings aren't there as much. I don't even know if it's that. I feel like honestly, you know, after you get to a certain age, especially if you're, you're like not in the best health, and we were seeing this on uh, 90 Day, The Last oh, Resort with no okay? neck with. with <laughs> Uh, Ed, big Ed, no apparently gets very out of breath and has to stop uh, several times. And his girl is kind of just like over it because she's like, well, I think she's like 30 years younger than him. So that's yeah. something in and of itself. But I do honestly think that like as you age, sex becomes less important. Mm -hmm. But it's just because your love evolves into something else yeah um and it's not like necessarily you know the youthful i can't keep my hands off each other but it's like you know the holding of the hands and the the warm embraces and mm. just like the romance right where it's not just about the physicality you know because i think about somebody who maybe is uh you know has heart issues or um they've had cancer you know like there, there's a lot of things that happen to your body that can turn off that part of you mm. um and so and then i guess like there has to be you have to cultivate that romance in other ways. I would like to find out, like, I know, you know, if I ask my grandfather, he's like, oh, you know, I'm still slinging dick. But like, <laughs> we love you, Willow. Jeez. But, but like, I really would like to know, like, like what does that look like? No, just, no, no, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. Oh, my God, no. Um, <laughs> fuck. Especially when he uses that term, too. I could just yeah. imagine him, like, porn star status. <laughs> I'm done. I promise. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um, no, it's more of just like, I just wonder if, if he's just like horny all the time, you know? I mean, I, I, I just wonder if it's, I just wonder what age it, you're just like not really thinking about it anymore. I mean, I know I'm, I'm in my thirties now and I, I know that I don't think about, I don't objectify women as much as I did. I, I, I can tell that just in, in when I'm in social settings and, you know, the things that I look at and the things that catch my attention and stuff now. You know, when I was 15 to 20, 25, I mean, it was like fucking head on a swivel. Mm -hmm. Like, just like, oh, that's got to be nice. Oh, that's got to be nice. But like, I don't know. I guess it's just, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I just like, I don't really, not really into like, the quick thing so mm -hmm. i guess that's kind of like why my eyes don't go to it i still see if someone's beautiful or someone's got a nice body or something like that i don't have any shame in that it's just natural but it's like i'm not like thirsting where i'm like god i want to fuck yeah like, <laughs> like, when i was like 15 yeah jeez i'd be like oh man i mean i think that's normal right mm -hmm. because after a while after you've had enough sexual experience you realize like at the end of the day, it's, just it's all the same. And it's just sex. It's the shit that makes it different is the person Hell yeah. and the connection. But right? then you have like these these fucking these incels too that, <laughs> but oh, they God. don't know. And then they're out here fucking like yeah. you know raping women and yeah. date raping and shit just because they they haven't got their dicks their dick sucked enough. Yeah, you know it, it's it's kind of it's kind of it kind of sucks. But then I feel like those guys. I mean, you hear about, like, the 67-year-old dudes that are, like, raping their granddaughters and shit. I mean, those guys are still getting fucking horny at the drop of a dime over some shit they shouldn't really be yeah. thinking about anymore, you know? Like, I yeah. feel like they're just, like, stuck on, like, 
a girl looks the best when she's like 14 or some That's shit. Some and you're just like, shit. but it's like a thing, yeah. you know, it's a fucking very, very sketchy thing. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. Uh, do you think that you can grow lust or, I mean, obviously there's things you can mm. do as far as like spur of the moment, mm -hmm. but can you, I think you could trigger lust by getting yourself in better shape. Right. I think that that's one of the things that people don't want to talk about uh -huh. or whatever the case is, you know, I love you for you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're going to feel sexier about yourself if you're working out and if yeah. you're whatever, not that you have to, but it's just like, if you see yourself slipping or something, I mean, you know that you've noticed how much of a difference it's been for you to, you know, I don't even know how much weight you said that you've lost like 40 pounds. So that's like, you know, I couldn't even imagine you with 40 extra pounds. Mm -hmm. you know, I just don't know what that looks like. Yeah. So, well, but, I think that happens to a lot of people too. As time goes on in a long-term relationship, mm -hmm. they don't necessarily take care of themselves the way they used to when they were single. Yeah. And then like your partner can end up being like, well, you're not the person I married. Yeah. Which is a fair, oh, a fair feeling. Don't you have a friend that's going through this? I do. Okay. I do. I have a friend who- This is a great They story, met at the way. gym, right? Great so they're story. both super into the physical- um, you know, taking care of yourself, whatever. Mm -hmm. And she has maintained this, right? The woman is gorgeous. She's in her forties. She's a bad bitch. She's one of those chicks that I look at. And I was like, I'm not gay, but I goals might might do that. Um, <laughs> but goals. her husband, over these past, I think, ten or eleven years that they've been together, has just like completely let himself go physically. Mm. He's been battling a lot of like mental health issues that have played into that as well. And, you know, she, we were having a very raw and honest conversation where she's just like, I'm just not physically attracted to my husband yeah. anymore. Don't want to fuck him. I don't want to fuck my husband. Tell me, like, I, I'm telling you right now, I bet you we could do an interview with 10 women right now that are that would have that same exact situation. Yeah. And I wonder how much of it is physical because it's like, is there other stuff that he's doing to turn her off? I mean, is it the, is it like his, his, his lack of motivation? Like, uh, he's like, He's doing some other shit now, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's a multifaceted thing at this point. He was, like, kind of unemployed for a little while or something, yeah. too. And she, I feel like that has a lot to do. He's that drive that she she has. So yeah. she's kind of the one that moves things forward in the relationship, like things that they accomplish together and all that stuff. Which, you know, I think there's a time and place for kind of each person to take their role sure. leading. Um, but when the person that you're sitting next to is not the person that you fell in love with physically, mm. it's, I think that's hard. And I think that's a real thing that like people feel maybe ashamed to admit to themselves. But at the same time, it's like, it's one thing if you're aging gracefully, it's another thing if you're just like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm not going to take care of myself. Um, I think that speaks to a, a bigger problem that like that person is navigating some really deep issues i i and also now that like when you're saying that it makes me wonder um you know how much of the lust or how, how much of the love starts to get damaged when you're not physically attracted to the person anymore oh. so now like now you're reevaluating what you fell in love with because clearly it's not physical so now you're looking at the reasons why you actually do love this person yeah and i feel like that evaluation is a hard one and that's a, right. probably a net negative evaluate like when you start fucking on your drives to work or to the gym when you're running or working out of the gym you're thinking like putting off this fucking list in your head of like what do I like? What do I don't like? Bah, 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 bah. And you're like, what did I fall in love with? And you're trying to throw this shit in the middle. And I think that like, you know, the other person doesn't even know, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, 
it's like the Trojan horse, yeah. you know, with the Greeks when they came in and got Troy, you know, you're just like, well, there's nothing you can do yeah. to fix it now because I've had six months of not wanting to fuck you. And in that six months, I've gotten to realize the things that I thought that I loved about you, which I clearly fucking don't. Mm. And then now that I'm not masked by the lust, now I can kind of take you for what you really are. And yeah. it's like, it's giving sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like it sucks but it's giving like you need to go get a one-bedroom apartment and get the fuck out of my house go do what makes you happy jesus christ you know I, but, but i think that's what happens right when right. the lust fades that's what would happen for me yeah it's, as soon as i don't want to have sex with you anymore i'm gonna start looking at why are we well, here well at least i love this person is yeah. how it would start off for me i'm like well no i love her da, 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 you know what i mean and i would try to look for the lust and the love mm-hmm. and then while i'm digesting or dissecting the reasons why i love you then i'm starting to like notice other things that maybe i was kind of blind to yeah and then all of a sudden it just comes up to a net negative and mm. it's like oh shit now we have to have that tough conversation mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and i feel like she's there right i mean are they yeah. fixing it or I know he's back to sports. work now, right? He's 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 back to work. He's doing yeah. his thing, so that that alleviates a, one stress point. So, I mean, I feel like for me, it's got got to be a heavy stress point. Yeah, know? but especially if there's not enough, if she's not making enough to support or whatever, then it's super tough. Yeah, know? I think um, you know it. They've addressed that, but at the end of the day, he's still not face- physically taking care of himself, and so. Right. Um, so what does he do? I mean, is he like we don't have to get into any habits or any anything like that, but what's his video games all day? That's what I was wondering. Yeah, because yeah? like I I don't I don't play video games. We we have a Nintendo Switch, but that's for like group setting situations. Yeah. But the uh, yeah the video game thing, you know that couple that I just talked about earlier. Uh, that have been together they have the baby coming in november he's a video game guy mm-hmm. he's a nba It'll suck up your life nba 2k ps5 you know smoking blunts and playing the game you yeah. know and that's how they say it too i'm i'm, I'm, I'm playing the game i'm gonna get i'm gonna go home i'm gonna jump on the game and yeah. i'm like fuck i mean that for me honestly is like a distraction a little bit like when it's to that level you're distracting yourself from your life for some from life. reason that's what it is yeah and it's like all yeah. right can we do a little self-development work to like what the hell are you running away from whether that's a fucking job that you hate or the relationship or right. whatever um i really like to be cognizant of like when we start self-medicating with different things and video games can definitely be a form of escapism for a lot of people oh fuck yeah absolutely yeah and it's uh and just because I don't play video games doesn't mean that, like, I'm not a lazy piece of shit either. Like, <laughs> no. I have my times. Like, you know, I, I, I can I can be super lazy um, and, and, and be okay with it for a certain amount of time. But, um, you know, God forbid if I was into video games, I'd probably be pretty bad off on it, you know. But, you know, especially with the, the schedule that, you know, with work and all that stuff too, having all the time off would not help. But yeah. Um, yeah, so so where where do you think they are in their in their do you do you think they're gonna be getting to, are they married? Yeah, they're married uh, like ten, eleven years, I think, at this point. And no kids because she doesn't want kids? No, or? they do have kids. Oh, they do have she kids. She had she had a child before they met. So oh, okay. but they have also had another child. Oh, okay. Right. I think she's about thirteen years old. So Ooh, I feel right, so. like um, you know, she defaults to doing a lot of personal development work for her to be able to tolerate the situation so recently she works out a lot she she does a lot of like spiritual healing all that stuff 
And I'm like, you know, that can only take you so far. It's not going to change the person that you're with. So at some point you have to decide if like you're going to continue down that path of like accepting what you don't want or you're going to, you know, walk away. And also too, you know, just because the guy is spending time on video games and, he's, you know, he's not working out and kind of let himself go and stuff. I mean, that doesn't mean like we can't see all sides of the relationship, right? So we don't know, you know, what it's like if they're in the kitchen cooking mm-hmm. or we don't know if he's, you know, grabbing ass and making her laugh, you know, because she, she could be venting mm-hmm. with all this stuff. But yeah. but you catch him a fly, you be a fly on the wall in their house and you see that, you know, he's walking through the kitchen and tapping her ass. And yeah. like, you know, he's like, hey, babe, how's it going? Like making her laugh and doing like quirky shit or like flirting with her. If she's turned off, her. she's not even going to respond to that in a good I, way, right? I understand. Yeah. Like, don't, fucking, don't touch me. So okay? I, I guess, I guess <laughs> divorce is in the future for these folks. I, I really hope not because they're a great couple. Like when we're out, you know, and they're in public, you can see that they love each other genuinely. Well, that's what I mean. It's right. just like, is that enough? Yeah, and it might not be. Yeah, well, right. plus they have the the pool from the kid too. Yeah, and a lot of that's fucking huge for some people. Yeah. They'll be like, like we're just gonna fucking get the kid to college and then we're and fucking then we're done. Leaving. Yeah, yeah, and that's super fucking toxic because you're just wasting time of your life for for some person who's a child. They're not even a grown up yet. Yeah, like their their life doesn't even really. I'll be careful when I say this, but technically their life doesn't matter that much until they're grown up, right? So it's like. I don't know. I mean, I grew up in a split household and stuff like that. I mean, you know, breakups are just part of life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just kind of it. That doesn't mean that I won't fight to not for it to not happen. But at the same time, it's like it's so common today that mm-hmm. it's like, you know, yeah, I got divorced. You mm-hmm. know, but it's when you start to get in those realms of people that are like on their fifth and fifth and sixth marriage. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, God, I like it's crazy. who's the problem? Yeah, um. these all rich old these all rich dudes. They're the ones, <laughs> man. They're like, like I just listen. There's women too, Liz Taylor. We see you. I think she had like five or six husbands. She's yeah. a famous Hollywood actress. Like she's notorious for just being married to a bunch of people. Um, and we see the Kardashians do this. They're professionals at just like. I'm still waiting for them to get Benito. I'm telling you, oh, Benito's gonna he's gonna get Bro, married. You gotta get out of there. He's gonna get married, and they're, and she's gonna have his. Oh kid. my god, I can't. Yes. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, I want to give um, the ladies out there a little tip to cultivate lust in your relationship. Oh. Because I think it's important, you know, society teaches women that like being sexy is like whorish, right? Mm. It's like taboo. Uh, and I'm a firm believer that, like, the whole lady in the streets, freaking the sheets, is the energy that you need to embody in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, don't nobody need to be knowing what you do in your bedroom. Right. But you should, like, try to cultivate an environment where, like, you can be 100% free. And, like, if that means going and taking some pole classes, go take some Zumba classes, like, whatever gets you in that zen, sexy mode. I think you need to do that for yourself because it does, there's um, something called somatic healing that I did like during my divorce, post-divorce healing phase. And it basically like just helps you get, reconnect with your body, mm. right? Because I think so often we're up in our heads and we're intellectualizing everything. And when it comes to like having an, a real great sex life, you have to be hella comfortable with your body. Mm-hmm. You can't be psyching yourself out of doing shit because you're like, oh my God, the lights are on. What is he going to think? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to make a weird noise or whatever. I'm going to look funny. Um, you need to just like learn how to embody like 
the inner goddess and be okay being sexy be okay being naked whatever state that body is in yeah you know like because men pay a lot less attention to the shit that you're paying attention to they see a naked woman in front of them nine times out of ten bitch that's enough well plus to um you know there's nothing as a man there's nothing sexier than someone who looks and appears confident and sexy i mean Women don't just crave that in men. Men crave that in women as well, yeah. too. It doesn't matter if you're if you're Lizzo or whatever. Like, if you're walking with, like, that bad bitch energy, that's going to make... Even if guys won't come and pursue it because they're afraid of, like, the social stigma, like, if you are a thicker girl or something, they're still looking, they're still sliding in the DMs. It's a whole fucking thing, right? And uh, I'm just saying... It's all about, like she said, the self-confidence and everything, and look for that from your partner, too. I know that that was one thing with you and I, you know, is that I I love everything about you, and I, I that's, that's what I'm into, you know? And once I showed you that and you believed it, like, it really was, like, unlocking Pandora's box, in a sense. <laughs> in know? a good way, in though. Facts, <laughs> in a very, very good way, you know? And now things are so... Um, you know, spontaneous and like instantaneous too, you know, there's no building up. Or yeah. We're like, going to schedule things, you know, which I think for maybe for parents, because yeah. I've heard that, you know, like it's definitely obviously hard for you to find time to be a couple and cultivate lust and all that stuff. Right. But if you got to get to the point that you got to put a fucking date on the calendar do that because it's yeah. not going to happen otherwise. Yeah. You know, it, I, I guess, I mean, I could definitely understand, you know, people got businesses and kids and everything like that. You know, shit gets hectic. Um, definitely, I would I would 100% um, sign on with that. You know, if, if I was married and, and my wife was like, look, we need to, you know, we're having sex like once a week or something. You know, this shit's just, you know, we need to have more sex. Mm-hmm. That way you're not wandering around looking for whatever yeah. i'm not doing that either we just need to like spend that time together same thing with date night and shit too i think date night is so huge yeah um and you know we don't even have kids or anything I've, I've never dated a woman that has kids or anything but just growing up seeing my dad and my stepmom etch out a day or two a month mm-hmm. um just to actually go out to eat and stuff you know and my parents they worked from home so they had their time when my sister and i were at school and stuff so they had their time to, mm-hmm. you know fuck off or whatever you know um but they still took the time to like go to a concert and yeah. you know whatever so it's so important and i told you this from the beginning if we were to ever have children they would not be my highest priority and I know you looked at me and you were like, what do you mean? Well, you always hear the opposite, right? Yeah. You know? Whereas for me, I'm like, I need to maintain this because this is what's going to be there after the kids are gone. Mm. The kids are meant to grow up and leave the house. Yeah. And if you spent 18 plus years pouring everything that you have into those children and not cultivating your marriage, you're going to wake up one day married to a stranger you're going to wake up one day married to somebody that you don't even fucking recognize because no, you haven't done get, anything. You're asking going to get cheated on. Yeah. That, it, man, that man's going to have a whole ass life outside the house. And it I've seen it happen so many times with my mom's friends. The work um, husband, the, the work wife. That shit is real, man. It's, it's so real. And especially when they have a common enemy as far as like their fucked up household with their 
bullshit, annoying ass toxic bond. Oh, well, boom. Now you got this husband, this husband and this wife meeting up at work, having fucking lunch together every Mm -hmm. day. Uh, you know, they might call off work on the same day together, not even tell anybody they're out, they're out here going to fucking Disney World and yeah. shit. It's wild. Yeah. She gets crazy. Yeah. So I think the moral of the story is, y'all, I think a healthy relationship has to have both. Yeah. It's not lust or love. It's both. You should be flirting with each other, dating each other, cultivating that sexual chemistry. Mm-hmm. But you also need to make the relationship about just more than that. Because that's only one aspect of it. It has to be fostering good communication. Um, are you on the same page with this person? Are you even planning a fucking the same future together? Mm-hmm. You know, are you on the same path when it comes to the things that you want in life? Do you believe the same things? Do you have the same morals? Do you have the same values? Do you care about the same things? Like, there's so many aspects of what a holistic relationship looks like. And so, I think uh, you know, moral of the story is it's not either one it's it's both yeah and um another thing that i listened to the other day when i was flipping through some shorts and stuff um this guy said that couples that are trying to i don't know come from a dark place or whatever uh, we were talking about making like a day a month to go out to eat and stuff like that sometimes people are already doing those things or whatever and they might be used to that cycle of of doing that and i think that maybe getting or what he said was was getting something meaning, meaningful like once a month. So whether that's like a husband getting wife for, you know, uh, flowers for his wife, um, you know, the wife. Having I don't a know, spontaneous tr- staycation? That or or real small little things, mm-hmm. right? Like like for like a, a, a wife, it's really special to come home to flowers. I think for like, you know, for a husband's perspective, um, you know, he comes home to like a six pack of his favorite beer in the fridge mm-hmm. or just simple little things like that to be like, hey, I'm thinking about you mm. even when you think I'm not thinking about you. And those things I think would be great for people who have kind of like gone into that further realm mm-hmm. of like, we're just roommates. Yeah. I think that if one person started, you know, hey, I got you this little, just a little fucking thing or mm-hmm. like some, you know, uh, some some nice bath soaps that she likes that she, you know, whatever. Yeah. She's like, here, I'm going to get you these things. And then, you know, for him, he's like, you know, got you this like candle or something, you know, just simple little things where it's just like, you know, you're not out here breaking the bank. Yeah. But, you know, it's not something cheesy like a card of like, oh, I fucking, (laughs) I hope you read this card. I I hope you want to fuck me after this. I think lingerie is always a cool thing. Lingerie is a vibe. It embodies, you can help embody your bad bitch energy, but it's also a gift. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I, I love that idea as well, too. So definitely, definitely consider that, folks. I know that we're going to transition into y'all's favorite segment. And that segment is... The Am I the Asshole thread from Reddit. Let's fucking go. <laughs> okay, I saw the title of this one. That's why I kept looking at the computer because I saw... She's got it pulled up. I saw the title, but as per usual, I haven't heard this one yet. So <laughs> we'll get the full raw reaction here. Oh, God, this is terrible. Alrighty. So, Ooh, okay, so already. this uh, thread is called Am I the Asshole for Asking What My Friend Sees in His Wife? I think I've <laughs> had a conversation like this before. Okay, all right. My friend is very, very good looking. He met his wife before he met me around seven years ago through school or something, and she's a mess. I'm not saying that that's what this says. Okay? Wait, is this from a woman? 
Is this yes. A, is this a girl that has a guy yes. friend? Yes, yes. It's too sticky. <laughs> I mean, she's not the ugliest, but she's really tiny and kind of pudgy. She has an acne problem, which I don't understand since she's 27. <laughs> this chick sounds like a bitch, not going to yeah, lie. Okay? Yeah. She also has a double chin, so when she speaks... Uh, which isn't the worst, I guess, but compared to my friend who is so good looking, she's basically like a two. The only thing I can give her is that she's kind of funny and she's book smart or has an okay job, I guess, but that's it. I've tried my hardest to hint to my friend that he's young, he's only 25, he can find someone else, even I'm open to dating him, but he's never caught any hints. Damn. It's like he's under a spell. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. His wife is pregnant at the moment, which is frustrating because I haven't seen him in a while. And we used to call at least semi-regularly, but now he can't because she makes him wait on her hand and foot and he's lovesick for some reason. Finally got to video call him the other day after weeks and he looked tired, but happy and gorgeous as ever. Jeez. She came in to say hi and she has really let herself go. I couldn't even look at her straight without grimacing. She was a mess. When she left the room, all he talked about was her and the baby this and the baby that and she this and she that and she's glowing and shit. It's like we see two different people. Shallow how? <laughs> oh, God. Finally, I couldn't take it anymore and asked what exactly he sees in her. Damn. He was like, what do you mean? So I gave him some examples that I put above. Instead of talking to me like an adult, he went really silent. And when I was like, what is it? He said, do you mean that? And I said, yes. And he said, I'm way too tired for this. And then he suddenly hung up on me before I could even have the space to breathe and blocked me everywhere. 
Yo. I really do not understand what I said wrong. I really do want to know what he sees in her. They don't even seem to have the same interests. My friend, my friends are since then hounding me about how I could say that, and everyone I talk to seems to be getting mad at me. I don't think I am, but am I the asshole? I really don't want to lose him over something to do with her, so should I just apologize? Wow, wow, wow. Christ almighty. Wow, well, um, the first <laughs> the first comment here says, <laughs> I'd be open to dating him. He's never caught any hints. You're the asshole. You need to get over yourself. I mean, you know, this is a, I'm not going to lie. That was a, th this is why we don't have co-ed um, friends, right? Yeah, yeah this is why toxic. We, it's, it's okay um, in a group setting where there's couples and stuff like that. You know, one couple's friends with one couple. That's cool. But this whole um, friendship where you're calling and stuff like that. And I've, she wants him. I've never... I've never had like a true friendship with someone that I didn't, I didn't want to have sex with that was like that, you know, or someone that I, I wouldn't be open to whatever, you know, same thing like with her situation. She's not like necessarily trying to be a homewrecker and like trying to take him for herself, but, but in a roundabout is. way, it's kind of like what's happening. These I comments think, are hysterical. I think she's, I think she's an asshole for sure. I think everybody here says she's the asshole. Literally you are the asshole you may think his wife is a two in the looks department but you're a negative 27 in the personality department if i was this man i would never forgive you and i hope your mutual friends follow suit yes damn she is low-key pretty fucking toxic and she's very stuck up like you said she's very shallow you know i think she's hella jealous too which is like not cute you know if you are so like caught up in their relationship you have way too much fucking time on your hands sis to be out here go get your own life go start dating go find your own dude to be sweating over that everybody's like oh my god why is he with her because you're doing too much i will say this everything that she had to say was all physical yeah she didn't give one example of why she thought that she wasn't a good girl she no she said she's smart she has a good job she has a nice personality but it's she's not up to her fucking standards yeah so i and and it's i would like to see what this girl looks like herself because i bet you she's <laughs> probably like got a lot of shit going on and i'm sure that the baggage with this one is crazy <laughs> she's giving like fucking jasmine vibes from fucking 90 day like she yeah. like fucking break down and cry definitely probably like likes toxic men as well too mm -hmm. you know just because people who are usually pretty shallow um, tend to like people to be shallow towards them. Mm. It's like a weird fetish that they have. They kind of like it's the having, Ken and Barbie doll syndrome. They like having to like live up to somebody's standard, or they they like the thrill of like that person finding something wrong with them, mm. or like the I don't know if they like the thrill, but it's a big fucking insecurity. I yeah, guess. I don't, I'm not sure if they would like it, but I think her sense of entitlement is just so ugly. Like the fact that she feels like she's entitled to him because of whatever the fuck she thinks she has to offer. Yeah. It's just wild to me that there's people out here in the world that operate and like move like that. And I mean, let's be real. If they've been, if they've been friends for a long time, she should have, she should have gotten drunk with him one night and tried to fucking kiss him. <laughs> there should have been more, more done. There should have just been like, Oh, like I FaceTime call you and you're the opposite sex. So you should take that as a hint that I would have fucking want to date you. Right. I'm, I'm the type of guy that sometimes I need shit spelled out for me, especially if I'm not 
pursuing it for that uh-huh. if i'm just like genuinely just like down to chat or whatever yep. and then the other person's like well i fucking we talk like every day don't you understand i'm like oh fuck i didn't even know <laughs> my bad yikes yeah well i think this scenario was pretty clear i don't think there's anybody who would defend her behavior unless you know they're also behaving that way towards somebody and they're secretly hating on somebody's relationship she even said that she's pregnant and that was frustrating (laughs) like that's crazy. how dare he be having sex with his wife that that he's in love with he's like bragging to his (laughs) his his friend um you know how Mm. how the wife looks pregnant and stuff like that as any friend should be there to listen to right you know it's maybe this is a good reminder to uh do a little fall cleaning of your friend group and make sure you don't have any secret fucking haters that are potentially putting bad juju on your relationship this is a real thing you know this is a real thing um i think that it has to come obviously from people who have hung out and been around it and stuff like that because you're always going to have well maybe not always but i'm sure people have friends that like if you get in a relationship or somebody in the friend group starts to like go steady with somebody they're like oh you're a fucking pussy like you know you're gonna fuck up the the friend group like we we (laughs) go out like we fuck shit up that's all we do you know and it's like yeah but we can also transform into the friend group that's like now it's not just us four guys Mm -hmm. now our friend group went from four to eight because now we have these these four badass chicks that we could like actually go do shit with. Yeah. And but there's always gonna be that one guy who's like Stifler from American Pie. <laughs> He's just gonna be like re- refuses to <laughs> refuses to turn in his fucking fuckboy badge. And he's like, no, I'm gonna hold it down for the group. Mm. I'll be the fuckboy. And you know what's funny? Motherfucker never ends up getting anything because he always no. relied on somebody else in the friend group to like kind of tow him in. He needed a Polly D of the group. The Polly D. You know, like Mike always <laughs> cleans true. up the crumbs after Polly. That's true. So, you know, I think that's hilarious too. That so. is funny as hell. <laughs> I think we ended that on a great note, babe. I did too. Mm. Mm. All oh. right. So, um, what are we going to be talking about next week? I don't know. I think we should talk about finances a little bit. Because, um, I mean, I know that they don't know everything about uh, Yoketa Donetto and stuff like that, but I think it would be cool to. Talk about um, more of like what couples can do mm. with their money instead of like, I think we've already talked about how to have the conversation or yeah. when is the right time to have the conversation. I just think that like, okay, we've established that the conversation needs to be had. What do we have the conversation about? about. Mm. And I think that might be um, more your department, obviously, because, mm-hmm. you know, she has courses and she has a book coming out and everything. I mean, she'll let you guys know but i think that would be a, a good subject for some of those couples out there that are listening that are watching um you know because we are growing as a couple as well too <clears throat> and you know we're starting to have some of these conversations a little bit and you know i've got something coming within like the next month or something that i'm going to need her help with as far as like where i'm going to invest here and invest there um you know and stuff like that and she's already been a big help but once that chapter kind of come through for me it'll be nice to kind of document that a little bit Mm. and then kind of show you guys um um you know where you can put a couple thousand here a couple thousand there if you happen to get you know some type of influx and income or something which is which is what's happening here so i want to i want to scratch off it's no big deal (laughs) i wish i have no luck whatsoever when it comes to lottery but um (laughs) yeah me neither you know one thing i did want to uh touch on were some 
uh, listener feedback that we got on our one of our YouTube videos. I want to say it was the one about um, why do we stay in relationships that have passed their expiration date because somebody is toxic. And essentially the gist of the YouTube comment was um, it's basically mental illness, which we talked about on the show. And um, mental illness. It, but it is, but it's also, it has a lot to do with like your self love and inner healing so thank you for the comments that y'all are leaving on our youtube videos if you don't follow us on youtube what are you doing with your life go and watch the video at Godison chronicles um because you got the we've got the video on youtube and on spotify right or um, no no video on spotify i'm still trying to figure out spotify joe rogan if you want to call me help me figure that shit out i really appreciate it um but if you don't have the time to watch a video because you know we know you're doing a million different things you can absolutely check us out Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, um, and et cetera. And um, one last thing, definitely don't want to forget to shout out our podcast sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, You know, at the end of the day, relationships are hard, but getting therapy should not be. And if you want to get therapy from the comfort of your home, all you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash corazón. And you get 10% off your first month. Maybe I will put that on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. So keep the reviews coming. Keep the comments coming. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Corazon Chronicles Pod. And you can find us on Twitter at Corazon Pod. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad that you guys are loving the videos. Um, it seems like we have uh, the topic like of, of our podcast in general about love and, um, you know, people of, of like a minority group and stuff like that on that on that journey for love and everything that kind of encompasses love, you know, the finances part. The, the lust part, <clears throat> even like a couple of therapies, all kinds of stuff. You know, I'm just glad that you guys are really into it. It feels like we have like unlimited topics, yeah. you know, and that's that's really good because when we first started talking about it, I was like, you know, love is a huge topic, but I, I didn't really understand, you know, how vast it really, <clears throat> it really truly was. Yeah. So it feels like I know we're like 10 episodes or whatever in right now, but at, at like, I mean, scratching the surface. I feel like within like a year or two, we could be like that 100th episode, you know. All we need is for you guys to keep tuning in, keep sharing, keep subscribing, and uh, we'll be here as long as you're here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys so much. Peace.